from the hills of the east side. It's your girls, Chris and Vic with Lifestyles of Love. We're back. I'm Chris. I'm Vic, and I'm uh, in the boot. Right. I wish I was on the east side of love. Yeah, but you from the east hills. I am. Okay, yes. so we're back. Here we are. always an east sider. That's right. It's my birthday. So I need everybody yes, to just collectively birthday. sing. Thanks. Hey. No, I didn't really mean it. And so today oh, we're here <laughs> and I have some of my greatest hits with me. Facts. Vic's here, obviously. There she is. You see her. And we got old school East Sider. Yeah, yeah. Montez is here. <laughs> and then we got our later Graham. Later friend, Jessica, she's here. Hello. She came all, she flew all the way from L.A. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long road to get here, but she made it. Thank you guys yeah. for being here. Of course. Thanks for being my friend so long. <laughs> As you do. I know it's hard, but. Thank you for being my friend. You're welcome. Um, thank we don't, you for being a friend. Thank you. That's the song right. I should have started with. Uh, um, right. We are... Um, down the road and I don't really have any specifics to talk about here. I'm just happy and lucky to be alive. You know? This was Amen. a year that aged yes. me. I feel... I feel... Good. But... A lot happened this year. Um, you know, I feel like 2020 was one of those years we felt like a lot happened, but nothing happened. But a lot happened this year. That's true. And so... Um, I think it depends on each person. Yeah. True. Everybody's 2020 was different. But... How you feeling, Vic? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. She's got a... 2020. It's hitting you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know which one was worse. 2020 or 2021. I, 2021 was very enlightening. Yes. Me. Oh, how so? Very enlightening. Um, just really realized changes that I needed to make. Um, and, you know, you know, you never really, like, people can tell you all the time and it can kind of dawn on you, like, oh, you know, okay, I can really kind of work on this. But until you really get, like, sick of your own shit, it's not going to happen. So mm. I just got sick of my own Sorry. shit. Yep. Wow. <laughs> so... But that's fine. Yeah. That's yeah. That's literally, you have to live in. Listen, it's really taken me, it's really taken me like six years to really like get here to this point. Mm. So are you so, happy? Are you happy with the point spend a, that? Hell yeah. I'm very happy. I'm very happy. I feel very blessed. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, I think, I, I, you know, I've had a rough, I've had a rough time or whatever. And mm-hmm. so, um, did y'all hear that? What? What? Okay. It was my my ring alarm. Okay, I just wanted no, to see if y'all heard that. Sorry. Anyway. Um, and I you know, I kind of I hurt some people along the way and things like that. So I'm trying to like work through like the guilt of that. Mm. Um, I have guilt for other reasons too. And just focus on I, I have really changed my outlook, like to stop being so like negative and complaining about stuff. Like over the last couple of weeks, I've really tried to focus like on the positive and it has really changed like my day. It's changed my day. Mm. Like it's kind of it's crazy how quick that happened, you know. So, um, so what you're saying? Is I'm grateful that I got to that point. Well, it's like affirmations. It's affirmations, and it's just really realizing that I deserve the things. Yes, mm. you All know, I deserve the things, <laughs> and yeah, I have to. And I accept that. I welcome. Yeah, it is. It's been very hard. I accept it. So I accept the things. Give them to me. Yes. <laughs> Take them and them use them and, you know, yes. And pay that energy forward because not everybody No, absolutely. It's just like, I deserve, right. And not everybody's there. Like I said, I mean, it took me six years and, you know, and I, I made, uh, you know, some, caused some bumps and bruises like along the way, you know, and I feel terrible for that. At the same time, I can't dwell on that because that's just not a way to live your life. I've had to learn. 
that's right. just not a way to live your life. And just really focus on there's there, there's not much I can change, so I can't worry about that, which I've always been worried about. I can't worry about that. And um, that just really like freed me. It freed me is what it did. Yes. It's so. amazing to say. Anyways, girl, but this about you because it's your birthday, bitch. No, I mean, listen, like, <laughs> I want to know how people are feeling, too, because this, this is like an end of your birthday, True. you know, so before we start. It's almost my half day. to ourselves and shit. Right. Man. I told yeah. myself I was going to join the gym. It ain't happened yet, but. <laughs> but you know what? Today is you know what? That's what so it's a little yeah. like that's what birthday wishes are. They're your own personal resolutions. Yeah. I'm just not a workout person. I feel like what I the reason why I want to join this particular gym is because they have classes. Yes, it's I love classes. classes. I want to be able to take a yes. yoga, take a dance, take mm-hmm. a take a bar. Or, what are they? Now they're dancing in they're doing like hip hop and stilettos. See, that's a lot. Hell no! Do you have to sign a waiver before that class? Yes, uh, of course no. you do. I'm well, sure. this was in New York at the time, so this well, is new. But I, I can see that. That was a lot. Like, most gyms have you sign a waiver that says you acknowledge oh, just physical activity could kill yeah. you. So. Yeah, that's true. But these women out here and these men, you know, when you put it that way, <laughs> don't put it that men. way, Jess. Because now people are gonna be like. No, no, that's just, right. Yes, it's a good point, and I'm not gonna go to the gym. So. Walking down the street can kill you. You gonna not leave? You exactly. not get out your bed, uh, girl. And I mean, any truth. fucking thing. Did you ever watch that show, A Thousand Ways to Die? Oh my oh, god, yeah. That. And that's scary to think about. I didn't watch that. I watched Six Feet Under. Oh no. And at the at the beginning of every episode of Six Feet Under, somebody dies, and then that person ends up in the funeral home of the family that the show's about. So then you end up like, but you see them die. At the what when did that episode. come on? Oh, it's old. Six Feet Under. It's an HBO that was on like when the what's that one about the oh girl? I got jail? HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, Oz. Yeah, it was on when Oz was on. Oh, then it's super old. It's old. You know what? Old, Did anybody but... watch Oz? No. I tried. I felt like it's dated. Unfortunately. Thank you. Yes, I, I agree with you. I, I, I didn't, I didn't last long because I was like, this wouldn't be shit today. Exactly. Because like, it was so controversial when it came out, and I was like, this ain't shit. It ain't. But isn't that kind of great? So like, yeah, you can actually measure the evolution of like our society and people in general just by watching things and going. That's oh, one that's way not to even a deal anymore. No, it, there's no point in even watching. Yeah, it. yeah. But it's the opposite when it's like. Like we were talking about earlier, where these shows won't fly anymore. Mm-hmm. Like we can't. Like Bernie Mac couldn't have a show. Cancel culture these days. Cancel culture is a yeah whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I, upsetting. I don't it's subscribe sad. to that really. Me neither. But yeah, y'all don't subscribe to the cancel culture. It's not our generation though that has created that cancel culture though. Anyway, which is probably why we can overlook it because we were watching shows like the Bernie Mac show mm-hmm. and movies like Rush Hour and White Chicks and yeah. But there's two sides. I love white chicks. I, I watch that shit at least once a week. <laughs> it's the white chicks is hilarious. It will never not be funny. Girl. <laughs> Classic yeah, man. It will always be funny, but is it is it funny to white people though? Does it have to be? <laughs> no, it doesn't, but I wonder if it is. Or if it's offensive to them. That's actually a really, that's a really good, good question. question that but I can't really answer. Any white people else? Somebody white write us and let us oh know. Oh my god, that's funny. Because there but there also are things in that movie that you can't do like that whole scene with them in the car where she's just like, Oh, it's it, but it's just in the song. Oh, you said N-word. Yes. I'm sorry, if you're my white friend and we sing in a song and the N-word comes on, you better just say Jigga. <laughs> oh, I remember when that say was nothing. You can be like, deal? You know, just think of it as like the Chris Brown, you know, in his oh, song Free Friday. That's why? one of my favorite. Nobody's around. He's just like, Can Oh, what was that song? What's up, my that better mm-hmm. be you. The second mm-hmm. you get to the words, nigga, nigga, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But if you're white, that's the part where all your black friends get a solo. Right. I don't know that. <laughs> Hold on. Maybe maybe somebody on Facebook has answered this question, and I don't even know it yet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's fine. But do we, I guess. I just want to know. I just wonder if it's offensive to them. Mm. But, you know, that's such a unique question to ask because. Mm-hmm. They there's also been so much television and film created where nobody asked 
you know, people right. of color if it was offensive to us. True no that. one asked women if it was offensive to us. Mm, mm. So there are certain things that if I'm talking to someone She's and they're like, well, you know, that's offensive to me. And it's like, but that's all about black female power. So I don't Reparations. Know. Mm. You know, to, like I how to get away with really murder. Some people find her. that show offensive. And I'm like, which, which one? How to get away with murder. Really? Yeah, I had a whole conversation Why? With about it. And they were just like, I just feel Ugh. like they're glamorizing this whole situation. And I was like, you, first oh, like of all, you watched murder? another enough episodes. <laughs> first of all, second of all, like, it's the show is about Ugh. when so has, more than When that. has murder in the United States of America, when has murder not been glamorized? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Even the OJ trial glamorized Girl, it. Yes. Serial killers. Yes. Jeffrey Dahmer. People still glamorizing yeah. his How life. many shows have they made just recently about, what's the other one? Not Jeffrey Dahmer, but the other one that was kidnapping the girls. And, um, oh, Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy. How oh. many things have you seen about him in just the last, like, five years? Like, it's consistent. You're right. Yeah. Let's you're let right. them fade into oblivion and let's, you know, talk Same, about exactly. their victims. No, you're right. But so. but I feel um, like it's... I've what about that. Dexter? I mean... True crime? True crime show? And it's back. Dateline. I mean, Dateline. yeah. Dateline. Mm. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. No. Now, I'm not saying it's glamorized on Dateline. It's Dateline. Not, I was going to say Dateline. But not glamorized. Dateline is like a prime time show yeah, and people like about- are ready to watch somebody die. And it's like... It's a little offensive. Because there's twisted turns in the cases, and you're just like, human beings are terrible. They really yeah. are. My uh, biggest thing is, like, is the family offended? Yeah. That's always my biggest thing, because, um, you know, and not to get anyone's feathers ruffled, <laughs> but, like, using it, just to use it as an example, like, um, the Aaliyah movie. Mm-hmm. When the family publicly spoke out about it and said... We hate the script. We disagree with the story. We do not like the way our child, who is passed, is being portrayed. And then they decided to make it anyway. Mm-hmm. I actually <gasps> really appreciated <laughs> Zendaya awful. for doing what a lot of celebrities don't, which was she made a conscious decision to say, I am no longer going to associate myself with this project. And she was cast as Aaliyah because the casting. family does not agree with it. So there is a point where... And it's the one of the the flip side, I guess, of the coin of cancel culture that I kind of, to an extent, I respect, is that if people are consciously saying, hey, you're taking something from our media and the way that you're altering it to fit you is -hmm. disrespectful to us and we don't want you to, you know, that's offensive. There's a lot of examples, specifically with Asian cinema, that's one of the Mm. biggest examples where people will, you know, America, let's, let me stop saying people. America mm-hmm. will take their stories and they will whitewash it. Mm-hmm. And then you have a lot of Asian actors, Asian producers, Asian writers, Asian, you know, like they're kind Pocahontas. of out and saying, hey, it's offensive for you guys to take our movie that is, you know, all about us and decide that you're going to cast an all white cast and you're going to cast a couple of Asians in the background. Mm. and completely change and then when they speak out about it having the actors and the producers and the writers say oh but you know and they give whatever bs reason but it's like at what point do you take responsibility for this piece of work that i'm about to put out there in the world forever because it's never going to die even if it's crap it might go slightly into obscurity but it's never going to die i'm about to put this out in the world knowing that it offends an entire culture or (laughs) the people that i'm talking about or the family that it's about like at what point do you take a step back and say me as an artist i'm not going to take that on myself but then as an artist too like don't you feel like you have to tell a story sometimes and you're going to piss people off is it does it matter whether it's the family of you know that subject or not or um, you I know, think that's where a lot of other people, about a lot of people come in on the other side and they're like, well, but when I think about this, uh-huh. when I think about the story, I don't think, and this is probably because of you and knowing all the things that you've been in, in the industry. I don't think of the actor of mm-hmm. the story. I mm-hmm. think of whoever's writing the script. Mm. They're the ones telling the story, right? Setting mm. the mood, right. all that good stuff. But that would lead me into, um, the whole controversy when Zoe Saldana played Nina Simone. Yes. Yeah. Darken her skin. And that, that seems to be consistent conversation with the black community as far as when they're going to play a character, right? A historical character, Mm -hmm. whatever type of famous figure. And it winds up being a light skinned actor Mm -hmm. as opposed to a dark skinned actor. 
and what we mm-hmm. think about that. I really feel yeah. with the Zoe situation, it, it, I felt like if you had to add makeup to make right. her look dark, that was, it, it was a no then. It, it should have been a no. It's black right. or, or just leave her as she is. As she is and let her play it. Exactly. Well, with yeah. that one, I was mad because, right. especially Zoe, yeah. she's very proudly Colombian, Correct. you know, Spanish heritage. She should have said mm-hmm. no to that. She should not have done that. On top of that, she shouldn't have been cast as she that. Shit. Have, you're right. Agreed. Period. Agreed. But, but I agree with done, what you're saying, Chris. She should have. Right. She should have just turned it down and been like, "I'm not going to do this. Thank you for the opportunity." Because mm-hmm. on the other hand, if they if they started to do a Celia Cruz or a nice Gloria Stefan and they mm-hmm. cast a black girl, y'all gonna be mad. Yep. Or cast a white girl. Y'all are going to be mad, yeah. as you should be. So, Well, even with Selena, people were Selena. upset that J-Lo was cast as Selena because people were like, I mean, she's Hispanic, she's not but she's Mexican. the wrong kind. Right. Right. She's Puerto Rican. She's Puerto Selena's Rican. Mexican. So, yeah. But, hey, but she that's, that's, that movie. she did a good right. job, did I will say, damn. Forever. Forever. Yeah. Which, the then that becomes be. another conversation because there's also a lot of examples of that. And, you know, like Selma. Mm. A lot of people had an issue with their casting of Martin Luther King Jr. because it was a British actor. And I was like, mm, but his really? performance was wonderful. You and know? he looked like And if like you him. really look at the uh, what the production went through for that film to even happen, if he was not playing that character, truthfully, that movie never would have happened. But you know, and I don't actually, think a lot of people know that. It's actually interesting that you say that because I did come across an article that was talking about why do we keep giving actors, um, European actors, like, you know, all our Lyon, jobs giving jobs yeah. to play American roles, what's wrong with the American... And I was just... I mean, I really... Oh, that's a, a whole rabbit hole. Yeah, that's a whole it rabbit is. hole. It really is. Because but it is. And it uh, the only reason it's an issue is because the opposite doesn't happen. Correct. And we, as Correct. Americans, have yeah. to train and learn all these dialects and accents, too, but they won't cast us. That's why yeah. I do the Playhouse. Mm-hmm. Had to go in and pretend he had an... He had to pretend he was American. Mm-hmm. Because was a whole process of audition yeah. because they didn't wow. want to Brit. Or he was just afraid they wouldn't cast him. If they no, they actually, the casting director actually said Who else okay. could have played House? There you go. Who could have played House? Nobody that was American. See, but then Nobody. that's when you get it. And know. that becomes part of the bigger conversation. Because if he the performance is amazing, it's yeah, not enough for you to overlook certain things. And that becomes the double-edged sword of it. Absolutely. It's like, Absolutely. can you say this person should have been a no, but this person should have been a yes? I have somebody. Right. Who? Brian Cranston. Oh. He could have played House. It would have been a very good house. Was from um, Malcolm in the Middle, uh, Dad, um, the freaking movie, the freaking show. Yeah, yeah. Dad. The drugs one. Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay, okay. okay. He would have been it's a very You know what? He could have. He could have. That's all. Yeah, he could have did it. Yeah, it just would be a I know, but he like owns that. I know. He owned it. It gave him a permanent win. And that's why he got the role, because he owned it. And not that he shouldn't have, but he should have been able to go in as a British actor and been like, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there are yeah. examples too of American actors getting cast in classically British roles and, you know, people being in an uproar like Bridget Jones. Bridget oh, Jones Diary yeah. is a great, yeah. is a great example. Everybody was very upset that they did not there. cast, you know, a Brit. Mm-hmm. A Brit. And then when you see the performance, though, everybody kind of had to go, okay, well, we're going to be quiet now. Yeah. Right. But is that the same thing as you casting totally outside of the race that it should be like in the peter pan movie you casting tiger lily as a white girl it's like is that the same thing mm-hmm. zoe saldana having to blackface her to play this role is that the same thing and i think that yeah. conversation is different well, some people it were a little different. upset about like recently the king richard obviously will smith is amazing we all know mm-hmm. it obviously obviously, obviously obviously but because oh, that movie was good because the dad it, so is this very dark-skinned Man, and because he has this limp mm-hmm. from being beat by the cops. Not that that couldn't happen to somebody who was Will Smith's complexion, but a lot of people, the black people, were in an uproar at first when they first heard that he was playing wow, I didn't him know. because I they didn't were like, know. "Why don't you cast Idris? Why don't you cast somebody dark skinned to portray a dark skin?" But Idris is British, children, also, right? And he's <laughs> he right. But not only that, though, because when we're talking about Zoe, like you said, it's also about the heritage of it. Like, mm-hmm. Will Smith is through and through a black a man. A black person. So he, like, he can still right. be a You're black right. man. Right. So he is able to relate to the character in general. Exactly. Exactly. So, but, See, that's, yeah, that's like, tricky. We get caught up in the look. We get Correct. caught up in the but look even, of it. Even what she's saying about right. the, the Asian culture, like, if it's a story about Asian people, like, this white person literally cannot relate. They did right. not grow up this way. Yeah. They have not experienced But... Anything. 
the the look of the Asians that they put in these movies is very whitewashed. Oh, that's absolutely. a very and that's a whole oh. other conversation 100%. because yeah, we only get to see lights. Because there's some very dark skinned no Asians, dark and I never fucking kind of see them. Yeah, yeah we were just talking lines. about this this morning. Right. Yeah, how there are these dark skinned, yes. but they don't even. Well, Jessica was saying like they don't even associate the other countries with Asia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like to Cambodia say they're Asian, like Cambodia, like, Indonesia, like, right? Yeah, like yeah. there's a lot of countries where. There are these darker skinned Asian actors, and it's the same thing. It's like Crazy Rich Asians. You didn't see any of them. Not a one. Mm. Not, that movie right. was good, but it was. I like that movie. Watched. Yeah, I know you're right. I would actually love, like, you know, if, I would love some Asian people to kind of comment on that because I would be very no curious way. to see, like, what are your thoughts? You know, I really, and I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but I realized this year <laughs> that I don't have enough. I don't have enough Asian friends. Um, and I don't know. Why. See, one of my best friends is Cambodian, and that's something that me and her talk a lot about in the cinema. But I'm wondering if that's mm. a regional thing, or if it's an artist thing, or if it's maybe it's just an opportunity a Vegas thing. thing, or it might have just been an opportunity in life. Do you thing. have a lot of Asian friends? Vic? No, but I don't. It doesn't bother me. Uh, that I worked with, I worked with them. Oh yeah, the Filipinas. So, um, and see, yeah. I do have. Because my best friend, she, well, she's one of my best friends. She's Cambodian, but I actually have a lot of Korean friends. But that also came from me. I worked at a Korean okay. movie theater. I worked for CGV Cinemas. And I mean, I feel like we grew know, up with Asians for sure. Like there were Asians like, around always. We did. But yeah. I'm trying to think I of feel like we grew up with Asian. Um, Vanessa Young? Wide variety. About that, like, I don't feel bad about it. I don't I'm feel like, bad sure. about it. Okay. I just wonder. Okay. Oh, it's just know? an observation. Like, it's an observation. Yeah. Okay, very yeah. good. Because I, I guess, especially this year, like, I've just had a lot of questions that I've wanted to ask Asian people off mm. the record. <laughs> and I haven't had anybody to ask. Because you just, know what? The flip side of that, I think, also happens to a lot of other people. Because I think that especially when, you know, BLM was happening and it was at its height, there were a lot of people who were like, I don't really have any friends I can call and be like, hey, can I talk to you about this? Yeah. And it's like, that's also okay. It's totally okay. Listen, I I don't discriminate. As long as you're not consciously saying, I'm not Asian men, I'm I'm, I'm with it. You know, then I think you can. Okay. I'm interested in an Asian bay. (laughs) Um, If you're you're looking so um you know i mean i take my little red card all over the food court first of all it's like a like an andrew from insecure exactly because first of all we're at the we're both at the bottom of the damn pool so why don't we just love and swim together oh my god okay you're so silly how about that andrew was he was so mm. yes he could get it did you insecure watch, did you i can't believe this is the last season uh, i didn't watch this so no i started spoilers. it nobody's don't talk about it I want to talk about Insecure. I haven't seen it. I I'm sorry. Are you still no, you're watch not. It, I can still watch it. Chris, I let Crystal give me spoilers all the time because I know I'm still going to watch it. There aren't any spoilers. There's, There's no spoilers. Spoiler. It's the same shit going on. Mm-hmm. Is Dro still Make there? sure no. you're I don't know, not sleepy anything. when you're watching the first well, couple he, episodes. he did just call. But she didn't answer, so no, he ain't in it. I don't know what happened with Andrew and Molly. That that was the cliffhanger of last season. No, it no that was a though. clear breakup. Yeah. They actually did. What did you think that conversation was? Because he said, what do you want from this relationship? And then it stopped. And she and didn't have any. No, it answer. didn't stop. There was a pause <laughs> of, on her face of her yeah, blanking but there was out. A pause. And it, no answer is an answer. But then they never went back to her to say anything. So I was like, oh, that is true. From this you moment in the next season, like, from, oh, the, no. from the conversation, I could tell that Andrew was done. Whether yeah, or not he was done anyway. I, I could tell that he, he was done. Yeah, he called her. He was like. He didn't say the words breaking up, but he yeah. he was done. Molly did uh, not. And he was trying to figure out what him. she was fighting for because she could clearly see it too, but Correct. wasn't saying it. I was just, oh, so no faith. And really for Molly, it was just another failure that she just didn't want to own up to. Or that's what she felt like. I mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily a that's failure true. because I mean, uh, relationships start and end all the time, but... Yeah. It was so good for her. I thought, but that's what I said. She did not deserve him, and she really wasn't even in a place in her Mm -hmm. life to be able to accept all that he had to offer. Like she just wasn't there yet. She couldn't appreciate it after the family vacation. She can do for herself. Where is this going to go? Correct. Because yeah, yeah, that was that was happened and. That, that was, was the moment where I was so like, okay, they're either going to evolve Molly past this moment and they're going to stay together or she's not going to be able to move past this moment and he's not going to know if he can continue with her. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That was it. Mm-hmm. That was the cliffhanger that he, I felt like mm. they left us with. It wasn't a cliffhanger. Yeah, it, was a, it was a breakup. Oh, yeah. my dreams. Unfortunately, 
you know, the cliffhanger they left anymore. us with was Issa and Lawrence. Oh, that was, yeah, was, was kind of like he's having a baby with another woman. Just, but see, that goes back to my own. Yeah, but they're in love. Whatever's. What do you, you do, do when the person you're in love with is about to have a baby with somebody else? That was the cliffhanger. What do you do? Mm. Exactly. What do you do? No, I'm, I'm actually. Child, asking, I don't Crystal, know. Yeah, Crystal, what do you do? Crystal, what do you do? Uh, personally, if we're in love, I, I'm I'm riding with you. We're gonna figure mm-hmm. this thing out because okay. love is not is love is a rare thing. Okay, so let me ask you this: If the circumstances, though, like let's say you've just fallen in love, like let's say you guys have been maybe together for, and I mean talking stage all the way through established relationship, it's only been a, a year. Mm-hmm. Maybe you at some point, you know, it's six months in, you were like, okay, we need a break. Let's take a step back, reevaluate, and that's when he got the other person pregnant. Mm-hmm. Not knowing mm-hmm. now you guys are back together, so another six months has passed, and now the news has hit. You're still right or die. Look, was it my fault we broke up? Does that matter? I think it does. Oh. It was my fault. Okay. Why does? Okay, so if it's because if why I does cheated, that matter? If I cheated and created the rift in the relationship oh. that he he was unable to overcome, and so and so we broke up, and then he had his life. You know what? That's a valid point it because is. that is relevant to Issa and Lauren. That That's what I'm saying. Okay. If I was the one that created the rift or created the break. How can I come back and judge you? That's why I get upset with this show when I I say it all the time. I'm like, they don't fight for the relationship. Issa was in it for a long time and couldn't get out of it in the first season. Like, she didn't want to break up with him even though he wasn't doing shit. Then she cheated. Then he finds out. Then they break up. Now, he's out doing his thing. Fine. But <laughs> then he calls her a hoe in the street. I will never get over it. But... Same. Uh. Did she deserve it a little? She didn't deserve to be called a hoe. Absolutely not. She deserved to get cussed out a little bit. Mm -hmm. I actually appreciated the way they did it because that actually mimics what usually happens in real life. People stay in a relationship that is truthfully not progressing unhappily because they don't know how to tell the other person, hey, this ain't popping. And then one night, one week moment, whatever you want to call it, you make a mistake and then the mistake comes out. But then it's like, we got to open up a whole ass can of worms. Like, why were we both unhappily playing house mm-hmm. and bullshitting ourselves for so long? And I appreciated that they actually took three seasons to get to the point where they had that talk about yeah. you were just as uninvested as I was. Right. You didn't cheat, and I give you that. But, but you I don't, don't want me but either. But I don't think Lawrence realized it, though. If we go back to the first season. No, I don't. I don't think he was truly unhappy necessarily with her. Maybe with himself, and he was just yeah. in denial about like, I think he was depressed. Person. But exactly. But I think yeah. he could have just kept going, and it was interesting because I see that Issa at times like maybe felt bad for him, and so she was trying not to like bruise his ego. And right. Like, what yeah. does he have besides me, so I'm gonna stay? But then she did the ultimate thing to his ego and fucking cheated. And fucking cheated so, on him. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And, and, you know, it's hard to get cheated on no oh, Daniel was who you are, or who you are. It's hard to get cheated on yeah. and come back from that shit with with confidence and like yeah. the relationship. So it all made sense why it happened. But then y'all have this great conversation. You decide you Everything love each other. You table, decide you're yeah. gonna do it. This wrench gets thrown in. Obviously, it's devastating to, especially that's another thing. You saw how devastated Lawrence was having to tell her that it wasn't yeah. like he went over there like, "Sorry, boo, this happened." Yeah. He was devastated. I gave it to him that he actually told her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I will, you know, admit that I was in a situation one time with a guy and he just ghosted me Mm. straight up. And like, we were legitimately dating. Like, Mm -hmm. nothing was wrong. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just stopped talking to me, stopped texting me. I even called him and left him like some voicemails apologizing for whatever I did. And then two years later, when I was in a relationship now with somebody else, I bumped into him and I was like, it was the weirdest moment because I was like, I don't know if I should slap you the or, disrespect, you or right. ignore you. But then when we talked about it, it turned out he got somebody pregnant. And I was like, but why mm. did it make the most sense to you to, to just ghost, ghost me instead of just saying, right. hey, before easier. I ever knew you. I slept with somebody it's easier. at a party and she tracked me down. Because this is obviously, this obviously looks bad. It looks bad as a man. It don't look you great, look but like it looks worse not, that you go I mean, it doesn't look any better if you were to come to him and be like, I got pregnant before I met you. Correct. But men are right. so emotionally stunned 
that I always go back to the thought like oh, he girl, wasn't ready to process her. his own emotions about it, much less bring you into it and have exactly. to be dealing with your emotions on top of it all. Because he can't so, deal yes, with his own. That, exactly. That's why the yeah. default is to ghost because he doesn't even know what the fuck he's gonna do. Mm. But at the same time, it's like yeah. me and you are like, and not that you owe me something because I will, I will say this. And in, in his defense, we did not have a title. Okay. We didn't say like, oh, I'm your girlfriend. Or your right, right, right. But it's like me and you have been monogamously dating each other for months. Yeah. So, isn't that to an like? It's not the ultimate commitment. It's not like you put a ring on my finger, but it's like. But it's something. Each other it's something. in a way, and at the base of it, a friendship, right? Yes, and it's like so. It's consideration we were so cool. more than anything. More than it's mm-hmm. bearing your business or mm-hmm. making yeah. yourself look stupid. It's I'm gonna make considerate. I'm gonna make a considerate move. But maybe he thought that was the considerate move. That's true. And that was the thing. Like, that he don't drag this person into my drama. Now Correct. I gotta explain all yeah. this. That's gonna make. So you just leave. Yeah. And that was pretty much what he said. Is he was know. just like, I didn't know how to say anything, so I stopped talking to you for a minute because I was like, okay, let me figure out how to say it in every way that I rehearsed it in my head. Didn't sound great. So then, wasn't something the I more and more time that passed, it all just, of a sudden, I just yeah. then I didn't know how to call you, and I was like, okay, well, that was two years Ooh. ago, I guess. How's the baby? And it turned out it wasn't even his. And I was oh, like, shit. oh my god, <gasps> we had an actual effing talk. This is the stuff soap operas are made of. Mm. Don't nobody make this into nothing. I already put it in something. So, but I mean, no, it's just. But it was. But it was fascinating because me, based on my own ish, when I was watching that moment in Insecure, I was like, he's gonna ghost her. And then when he told her, yeah, like low key. And then when he told her, I was like, oh, okay, they could go somewhere. I don't know if I could do that, but they can go somewhere. Okay, so the question is, and I know you're not you're not in it yet, but. You can just ask it, or you can answer it hypothetically. Do you think? Okay, because at the end of the end of last season, he got this job offer, right? Yeah, we're all happy for him. Um, so he, spoiler, he does take the job. But oh. the point is, he's he's in Northern California now, right? Yeah. Should he, if he plans on moving back to LA to take care of his baby, should he? Tell Issa. What do you think? That he, wait. That he moved back. That he moved back? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, now, I mean, like, if there's no... If they're no longer... No contact. Yeah. Is that, is that the, is that the right thing to do? owe it to her, but it would be courteous. Courteous. Would be my answer. Considerate, right? Yeah, it would be considerate. You know, I think that that would be... The courteous adult thing to do would be just to tell me so that I don't find out and it's a surprise. Mm. That's having expectations on other people. And but where that do we go said, when that happens? Yeah, mm. but that being said, if me and you aren't together and we're not involved, you also don't owe me that. Right. So it becomes a personal question for the person dealing with that situation. But it's inevitable. If you don't tell that person, y'all gonna run into Somebody's each other at it's, a Starbucks, right. yeah. brunch. Yeah. Also, if he tells gas. her... <laughs> Is that giving her the idea that he's moving back for her as opposed to what he's truly moving back for? Does that make sense? But wouldn't he? If I heard that, I would think. I doubt that. I would think. I would think a part of it is. If you you bothered to tell me. That's what I'm saying. If he went out of his way to call her and be like, I wanted to let you know I'm moving back. Then to automatically you're you're spinning. Okay, I'm gonna like, spin that. Obviously, yeah, the kid. But okay, yeah, like okay, now like this is me. And this see, us, that's know? funny because mm-hmm. I would think like if someone called me and said that and said I'm moving back for the kid, I would be like, okay, cool. You're telling me because we still have similar friends, so you're basically giving me a heads up. Hey, you might see me. So you're not gonna go down that rabbit hole at all, though? right? Like I mean, he must be telling me because I wouldn't. Like my brain just wouldn't go there. Okay. I would be like, okay, yeah, you're mine, just telling mine me definitely would. So that I, yeah. so when our mutual friends have a shindig, if I don't want to see you, I know to ask. Like, see, but yo, did you invite Lawrence? What do you think? They are. So that yeah. I mean, if you were telling, if you were going out of your way to consider me to say, hey, just FYI, I'm moving back to ha- take care of my kid, I would be like. You're telling me because we might bump into each other. Okay, thank you for telling me. That no. would be where my mind would go. That's because what? you're a considerate person. And okay. You do or say something like that. Go ahead, Vic. What happens if dude moves back and then you find out through the grapevine he's back and then you're like, through the grapevine? Why does my fuck ain't call me? I would feel that way. I'd be like, damn. <laughs> but that's like a the, double. If you're, what if you're the one though that? What if you're the one that ended? Ended it. it. 
Can you can't do you have the right to feel like okay? Right if I ended it, then no, I don't have the right to feel anything. If I wasn't the person, but what who if ended you ended it? it because they left? Ooh, ooh, I would feel some kind of way. I'm logical enough to tell myself we're not involved. You don't owe me that, but yeah. that's rude a little. Like, what if that was the right. you know, the thing? The and it's like I would feel some kind of way because I would be like, you ain't gonna tell we, me that. If we only ended because you moved to London, why wouldn't you tell me you moved back? To and now LA? you're coming back because mm-hmm. you got you raggedy motherfucker. <laughs> but also, you already told me about somebody. <laughs> you Wait, got somebody what did you say? I said, you raggedy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if, if our breakup had nothing to do with the fact that you got somebody mm-hmm. pregnant when we weren't together, but it actually had everything to do with the fact that you moved locationally to a place that was not conducive to us creating the life that we wanted to together, and then you move back, you might even get a knock on the door. Oh, oh on okay. On the door. Okay, so is anybody watching Harlem? <laughs> no. no. I want to watch that one, though. Oh, it's good. I like it. What is I it like on? It. What is it on? What is? It's on Amazon. Oh, Amazon Prime. Prime. Mm-hmm. This is like a black. It's like a living black single sex in the city. Sex in the city in Harlem. Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay. It's the it I like the it from, though. Uh, the chick from Empire that was like. I'll be honest. Terrence Howard's other. Yeah, I didn't realize that was her. Boo Boo Kitty or whatever. Boo Boo Kitty. Yeah, I didn't realize. Kitty. Yeah. She looks better with hair. I like her better with hair. I watched Empire like the first two. Two, or three two seasons, seasons. Then, girl. Justice, sm- your boy Justice. Justice. Oh, yes. we let's talk about it. Let's talk about, about it. Listen, Justice Listen, juicy. Okay. <laughs> yes. First and foremost, let me say, Justice Smollett juicy. was convicted of lying. Yep. Of uh, what was it? What was the charge? Falsifying. It was like five or six felony charges. Know, Falsifying a police report. Mm-hmm. Lying to the police, faking a hate crime or something faking like that. Hate crime. Yeah, he got up on that stand and told it like it was Ugh. true. Though he was like, "It wasn't me. I didn't." I'm I mad as hell. Know. We didn't. They didn't broadcast this fucking trial. First of all, I'm mad. Why didn't we get to see that? This was primetime primetime television. Okay, um, <laughs> but we didn't get to see R. Kelly either. That's fine. So I Ugh. saw Journey there. Journey was there. She kept her mask on, oh. obviously. And um, all the pictures of they were drawing of him on the stand didn't look like him. I don't know what that was about. But hmm. these guys, ha- this was my thing. First of all, Don Lemon is an accessory to a lot of this, unfortunately. Don Lemon was the one who texted Jesse to say they they don't believe your story. Oh. the pol- Like, the police are going to contact you. They don't believe your story. So that's when... Jesse decided he wasn't going to give over his phone to the cops because he was not. Um, what's the word? He texted him that. I don't know if he texted him or, or had a phone call or whatever, but he told him that Listen, he wasn't being committed. like when you go along with something. Oh, like um, cooperative. An accessory. Yeah, he, wasn't being, um, he wasn't being cooperative. Yeah, cooperative. They asked him for his phone. They were asking him for emails and text messages. He was like, oh, you guys are MAGA cops. I don't trust you. And this is all after Don Lemon told him this, okay? So, Don Lemon might come up in this a little later. Um, but for now, mm. it was enough. See? Because he was basically saying that he was trying to say that these guys planned this crime, like, kind of with him, but then did it to him. Mm-hmm. This is what he was work? trying to spin. How does that work? Right. That's what the jury was like. How, how do you do that? They had they had. It was like a plagiarized like, crime. Yeah, like, right. Like he was saying, like that they were in on it. Like they knew what the plan was, and then they went ahead without him yeah. and did it themselves, as right. if to it was him? a plot. Yeah, to him, even though it was his idea. They had video footage Child. of Jesse in the car with these guys driving by the place a couple times before. They had video footage of that. And then I was like, but even if you don't give your phone over to the cops, these guys have phones too that were receiving the messages. So, and honestly, if you're going to get found out. out. If the police came knocking on my door and this was a whole bizarre situation where I got paid to come and slap you in the face and it was supposed to be this thing that was all over TMZ and then somehow it got blown way out of proportion and you ain't being cooperative with the cops with a cop showing up in my house talking yeah. about you could go to jail for a hate crime. You damn right I'm giving up my phone. Exactly. Listen, and let this, let me, 
Let this be a lesson. Hold on. Let this be a lesson, <laughs> please. Let this be a lesson. If I ain't never said nothing else, I said. Okay. Do your dirt the fuck alone. Oh, right. Yes. Right. Yes. Do your dirt Don't be alone. people with you in on it. And if you do, you gotta eliminate them. Three people. Can right. No codependents. Fuck up. Or pay them to get the hell no out of No codependents. Agreed. And also, but, he didn't commit to his own whatever. I'm like, go all the way if you're going to do this ish. Right. But what Dub was the okay. I'm home. still trying to understand what the I motivation is. I still can't was. understand because I'm like, okay, let's let's just say that he is clearly not mentally stable. Okay. Clearly. What was the goal of this, though? <laughs> is there a goal? Like, okay. I don't... The only thing I can come up with, the only thing I can come up with is publicity. He his character on that show, show wasn't wasn't didn't have as many lines okay anymore. But there's whatever. so many different routes to go to get there are on. like gee that's the only thing I could come up like with either was I was just like I almost feel like he did this because he may have been afraid that he was about to get written off the show yeah that's and then what I'm that saying. would make the he network and the producers and the writers all dicks if right. he really was and think about a victim it. of a hate crime think about and he got how written many off of his people... own show. We're freaking out. We're so upset. I mean, and we're coming in for celebrities. Support. Okay, yes, coming in for support. I mean, he duped us all. He did. We all were like, "Oh hell no!" We're marching in the streets for Jesse Smollett. Like, this is not. And we this want is not, those this people is found. Yeah. And we want them to go to jail. He said we they know were who right. They are. He said right. they had right. He said they right. had a noose around his neck. I mean, my God. And it wasn't even just like a hate crime towards him being part of the LGBTQ plus community. No. This was also a black hate crime. Black hate, so you're talking hate. about all of these communities coming together and saying, heck to the naw, we are standing against whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. Only for all of us to be like, this shit you didn't made happen this and you made it up. This ain't a reality TV show, bro. Right. And you ain't a producer. Right. What are you doing? And also you hurt the cause right. of everybody in the process. That part. That yes. Part, like that, this whole moment was so much bigger than him. Mm. Had it been real that it was like the fact that it was fake. The fact that it was hurt fake. so many people that actually that were actually, victims of yes, it. Like, does. And that was another reason because they wasted all those resources, all those man hours. There's Time, probably somebody money. who that actually was happening to while yes. he was faking it who will never Needed be known. Help. And, or who died. Yeah. Yeah. You know what or I mean? the next person that it happens to, the Everyone person that it actually happens funny. to that comes along next. Exactly. Because white people's eating this shit the fuck up. Oh, God. This is a, such an L for us. This. It's oh, such God, an it was Girl, so yes. Yeah. They're so mad. It, was it is so absurd. But then he, it also goes to further prove, you know, how fucked up and how, uh, you know, how much inequality there is in this country, too. Because the white boy just got off Rittenhouse, you know. And now they... Girl, they talk about having given this motherfucker like a medal of honor or some shit. I said, what? You know what? It's funny too because, you know, Jesse, everybody's mad that he lied and whatever. And he's going to pay for that. He's going to pay for for his crimes for lying. I think forever. But thinking back to any white person that's ever lied to get a black person in trouble. Right. Where are the repercussions? They they wind up getting out and they wind up being free. Like the Central Park Five, right? Mm -hmm. Like they they have their lives Like the woman that got in a tail killed. But that part... But Donald Trump literally didn't have to have any repercussions for p- printing that whole ad to basically say, like, kill these five. This motherfucker was mm. the president of the United States. Like, that's my thing. Like, mm. yeah, let's, there everybody, is an imbalance. Yeah. That. And that's why the justice system works for who it was intended to work for. Right. Yeah. Mm. Say that. Because I, I really that's wonder true. what's going to happen to Kyle Rittenhouse. I mean, I think he's probably going to turn into a celebrity of over there. Over there. Oh, yeah. They're trying to make him. And he's going to feel like he's entitled to say whatever he wants now. He can do whatever he wants. Yep. I'm, I'm curious to see mm-hmm. if he's going to be out in public with a gun, though. Jesus. Because I really think he's going to get smacked up. He's going to get smacked. Somebody's going to smack the shit out of him when he ain't got his little Could gun. you see him going into a political office? Oh, yeah. 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 Tucker Carlson and Matt Gates was already like, oh, yeah, maybe we'll uh, have him be an intern or whatever. And was dead serious. Yeah. Donald That's Trump, terrifying. he'll do it. He'll be yeah. like, yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse is my uh, is assistant. Awful. That is a good point. He's a great, he's a great kid. He's a great American. He's a great kid. <laughs> um, the trial started for the the cop that accidentally killed the the kid. She thought it was a taser. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I had forgotten about that. Yeah. That is such a complicated one. Mm-hmm. Because if you've seen the video, the one thing I'll say is like, it doesn't make it okay because at no. the end of the day, somebody died that didn't need to, but she yes. genuinely made a mistake. You and heard her say taser, but, taser, taser. She said it. But that's what, that's what the, that's what they have to prove. And that's what's going to be so difficult is they have to prove her intent. Her intent instead was of, to kill him. Correct. And I don't think it actually was. She was training somebody, training them on what side is which, which is kind of strange how you forget while you're training. Mm, but okay. you know, when you are training somebody, like you might forget to do something that you know you're supposed to do. And maybe also because it becomes like, just from my own experience with training people, there are things that are such muscle memory muscle that I don't memory. Even think about. And then now I have to say it out loud and it becomes jumbled. And it becomes whatever. jumbled. So and I also, actually do believe that. Muscle memory. drawing a gun than she is probably to drawing it's a taser. It's weird also so I don't because know. when you see the video, it's like it's so clearly a gun in your hand. You didn't look at your own hand. You know what I'm saying? Like there, it really is going to be hard. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard. But I do, that is one of those weird situations where I'm like, that is a different situation. Mm-hmm. Than she's pleading others, not than guilty. a lot of all the other situations. Yeah, because she's it's pleading like, not guilty to manslaughter. But what I'm saying is that is very her situation is so different than all of these other ones that we're talking about. Yeah, because you know, and so they had I the don't girlfriend. Know. The girlfriend was on have, the stand. The girlfriend was the like, she was know, the witness, and she was an in the answer. car. Mm-hmm. She couldn't really mm. get through it without crying. But she was talking about how he got shot. And drove off. Yeah. She was trying to... He immediately got into an accident, right? And then she was trying to, like, hold down the blood. She's like, I don't know what I grabbed. I grabbed something, and I was just trying to put it on his chest. But then you see the video where they're pointing guns at her inside the car. Because nobody understands what just happened. Nobody knows that he was shot back there because they were, like, shots fired. It was all these... Just saw a video. All these cops showed up to the scene, and everybody was confused. Everybody's like, wait... Where they they were down there, shots fired. How does there's no gun in the car? Like we don't understand how shots are fired, but he's clearly shot. And the girls in there and they're drawing their guns on her, telling her to get out of the car. But she's like literally holding the she's, bloody she's hole. She's keeping him from dying. So it was a whole fucked up thing. But also oh. he was, and also he was resisting arrest, and he, he was. was fleeing. He the did the wrong thing. Crime. Like his actions also need to kind of be taken in account, and that is not me in any way, shape, or form saying that no. he deserved what happened to him. Absolutely but not. There's also something different when you are not resisting because my biggest issue with, you know, cops and the justice system and the people who die is like, if I am com- fully complying with everything you're saying and mm-hmm. everything you're telling me to do, and I'm literally doing that and I get shot, mm-hmm. there's a problem. Yes. If I am right. fighting you trying to and flee. resisting arrest and fleeing, it is, a see, little, it is a bit of a I don't think she needs to pull anything issue. in the first place. I'm like, let, the, let him go. Yeah, you have his so, license. I have an issue with it because at the end of the day, it still comes down to color because white people are no... Have you ever watched Cops? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you mm-hmm. love watching it because it's so much fuckery, right? Mm-hmm. But these white people will do the fucking most. They yeah. will have a gun already drawn and somehow they still get to walk away still if with nothing else their life. They might get arrested. They might go down to the station. But for the most part, they're probably just walking away mm-hmm. and somebody's talking to them. They, they, they punched the cop at this point. They've been on the ground tussling with them. So it's like, yeah, necessary force <laughs> does change based on race. Right. And I agree it can that. never, it can never just be like, oh I was, hi, Ebony. I was following all the rules. Hey, Ebony. So this, 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 Take a hand. The party line. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hey. Hello. I can't say hi. Hi. Oh my god, it's Ebony. <laughs> I mean, it's unfortunate that she Ebony didn't just tase him because she tased him. The whole thing would have stopped. I just don't think she needed to tase him at all. I think let him. You're you're a cop. Oh, you Lord. have his license. Yes. You you got a cop car right here. Just follow the dude. You're gonna find him. Mm. You know. Well, but they be trying to be hero in the moment. And, and I that's do want to know. And if someone is, is a cop that's listening right now, I would love to know what is the protocol in that specific situation. They're all different. They're all different for a different. I know. I, I try to have my cop department. friend on this show every week, and he I'm can't. I ask my brother about it. Me. My brother's yeah. a cop, so I'm gonna ask him about it because I just want to know. That's my main question: is like, what is the protocol when you have somebody in this situation that was even with, in the car that drowned? But even like, with what are you protocol, even with protocol, at the end of the day, you're still human, right? Yeah. And you're in a highly volatile yeah. situation, and yeah. that's where the department fucks up, and they don't teach how to react in these volatile situations. So then you you're just falling you back just on shoot. instinct. 
You're yeah. just falling back on instinct in that point. And sometimes, you're scared. And with this situation, I would yeah. say, like, that maybe is kind of what happened with this lady. Not in a lot of the other situations. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes those motherfuckers are just trigger happy. But, Sorry, Ebony. We, uh, yeah. we went on a tangent yeah. of racial injustice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on your birthday. <laughs> yes. Hey. Yeah. How you doing? That made me think Here about it set is. it off. Ooh, oh, set it off. What? Love that movie. What's the procedure? <laughs> What's the procedure? What's the procedure? When you get scared. But that is so true. <laughs> yeah, I knew she was going to act it out. That's why I said that. I knew she was getting ready to act oh, it out. Oh, man. Because that's a I'm real so life. Hungover. I'm over. I was very she late. She knows the procedure, but when you got a real life gun exactly, to your head. Exactly. You ain't. Um, I ain't reaching for nothing. Right. How's your day, Ebony? <laughs> you know what? Um, so my parents were out here recently, and they ended up leaving two days late because of the fog here, which I really didn't know was a thing. So they were like stranded here. So anyway, so my dad, they flew southwest. So my dad was at. They were at the airport. My dad went to the counter and was talking to the lady, but things were getting kind of aggressive. Um, Mm-hmm. I mean, you're at, like, they basically, like, the whole time I was at work, these motherfuckers was at the airport type shit. Like, they did a shift at work. I was like, shit, y'all could have oh clocked the fuck God. in and made some money. But, right. It was just, it was absurd. It was such a mess. So, anyway, so the lady, so he was saying something to her, like, he's trying to figure out, like, what the fuck is going on and all these things. Mm. And she claimed that he threatened her, which my dad is not that kind of man. And I was no. like, yes. and this is why I told him, too. She was a well, she was a black lady, and my dad looks like he's white, right? Oh, yeah, so I said, does. I bet you she said that shit to you because you're white. Because I know him, like, mm. as a man, like, he's not going to threaten nobody. He's not going to threaten no woman. Absolutely not. He's not going to threaten no woman, especially at the fucking airport. Especially in the South. So, right. Right. People get reckless at the airport, and it always throws me off. Because I'm like, you do realize that there But you, it was the fact that she had said that to him, like... But it was the fact that she said that because I'm like, what if someone would happen to my fucking dad? Because you only yeah. mad at your at the fucking world at your job, bitch, and you don't talk about my daddy threatening you. Which I know I wasn't there, but I know he wouldn't do that shit. So no, of course not. Yeah, that shit that made me mad. That made me so mad. She was not having a good day. She wasn't having a good day. And I can understand that because I, I was like at the same time like everybody like y'all ain't flying out nobody, but somehow they <laughs> did because my parents' luggage left on a flight to Houston while they were stuck. It was a so it was such a fucking that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Left. And it got there. And my dad was trying to figure it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I was so like, you know what? Airlines. We tell are safe. You know, if motherfuckers can't see, then there don't need to be no planes in the air. So. Mm-hmm. I was just happy that they were safe, but how the fuck does the luggage leave? But I'm glad that it did, and then to get like mm, fucked up somewhere because uh, my dad had chitlins in his. <laughs> no. Stop. Not Absolutely. Not. Stop I swear. It. Let me tell you something. Because there's no chitlins in Las Vegas, and so I had bought him two packs there and I've been freezing them. In Las Vegas, but they're frozen. <laughs> They couldn't find them, and they don't like the bucket. I don't oh, eat that shit, okay? Oh, but they don't like the buckets. They're really particular. They like the package ones. Oh, they still got to clean mm-hmm. and all that stuff, whatever. Oh, and Lord. then my dad's were looking for some damn liver cheese, which is also called goose liver, y'all. Uh, I've heard of that. My cousin <laughs> finally found a forum. Y'all eat that shit? What? Goose's liver? No. <laughs> okay. Goose liver. So that was in, that oh, was in okay. the luggage, too. Ew. It's almost like a, a goose liver. It kind of looks like... Not bologna, but it's like a bologna salami thing, but it's got like a white ring around it. Mm-hmm. Or like a square. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'll eat that I've shit. But anyways. Like, it's kind of like a rind? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like a white rind. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's some country ass shit. Bitch. Okay, well. <laughs> but they got back, right? <laughs> but it was, but it got to Vegas safe and sound. And oh. it was still good. Oh, you know what? I got a question for everybody. So all of- okay. Based on what everything that you just said about your dad, which I'm so team dad right now, because that's awesome. What is a weird thing that you eat that you know that if you ate it like in public or in a group, people would be like, that's nasty? Or what are you doing? Or if you don't have one, what's a snack that you've seen somebody eat that made you go, why? Um... I don't know that I eat this in public often, but like if I go to Jack in the Box and it's only Jack in the Box, I order my tacos with pickles on them. Oh yeah, you've always done that. Courtesy of Auntie Joe. I feel that is so random. Pig feet. Mm-hmm. Pig feet. That's the one for me. Who oh, it's pig feet? Motherfuckers. Straight up <laughs> out do. the jar. They do. Mm-hmm. You eat pig feet? 
No, not me. Oh, you're saying something I'm I you and you. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah. Girl, what's that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I like to have, like, when I eat a pickle, I like to have Lay's chips with it. Just oh. plain Lay's. I'm gonna try. I, don't think I do like pickles and ranch. Mm-hmm. No, no. People, a lot of people pickles don't like that. Pickles and ranch? Mm-hmm. Like, you dip the pickle in ranch? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Hell yeah, because ranch is the shit. Ranch is the yes. shit. Yes. I did my onion rings and ranch. Yeah. Yep. Well, or pizza. Not, not everything pizza. goes with that's ranch. Not, that's normal. Yes. What's something I'm gonna do? I know, right? Yes, like, ranch and the pizza. Shit. I get a lot of eyes at that. Yeah, a lot of people look at me weird when I do that. Um, Ebony and Victoria, you guys go. I actually, even though I asked the question, I didn't oh, have an answer prepared. Does anybody put like ketchup on meatloaf or ketchup on steak? If I see somebody do that, I'm pissed. Ketchup belongs on meatloaf. Ketchup belongs on meatloaf. Huh? Literally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, most of them do. And I put gravy on, on it. I use barbecue sauce. Both, but, but seen that too. Barbecue oh, sauce is good on top of meatloaf. Ketchup is common. Mm. Ketchup is common, dear. Okay, on the meatloaf. Stay um, okay, go ahead, Victoria. Sounds like you got one. People would look at me and discuss if they watch the way that I eat wings in public. <laughs> How you eat what? The way you. How you what? Because I like bathe my wings in ranch. I fucking love ranch. Yes. Okay? Yes, I love ranch. The way you so yes. Wingstop is the best fucking ranch. Yes. yes. So I yes, like they do. I like the flats. Drown your wings. Like, yes. Right. So I like flats. And so, you know, when you dip into a ranch cup, you're not going to get the whole yeah. wing di- drenched in ranch. Mm. So you got to They really should spread make the They love. really should make like wing-size ranch. <laughs> Like, like a bowl, like rectangular. See, yes, I pour like container. Out. Yeah. I pour mine out so I can lay the flat cuz I also like flat. Oh, so that's I can lay it. That's smart. And then girl, I, but I'm still I'm still going to be disgusting. I'm still going to smother that something. shit right. Okay. Okay. I'm not mm-hmm. drizzling ranch on shit. I'm going to smother that no. shit. <laughs> well, when I say that wing will drown, drown yeah. and be reborn. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> baptize. I have this Give me my ranch. Yeah, baptize it. Like whenever I go out to eat, I'm like, I need an extra inch. I I don't, you know, it's something that my mom did that I do every once in a while. She puts mustard on her popcorn and she dips mustard in her popcorn. It's very interesting. Well, when these people were doing the mustard on the water over the summer, that was pretty gross. I do. I don't know. Did did anybody try that? That's what you do in the south. But that looked nasty. But I don't know if you guys eat. Sloppy Joes. You know, yeah, right? I, haven't had I always like, put yes. on my Sloppy yes. Joes. And my really? family think that's weird. They think it's weird. I no, that is weird. No. I just have always done it. It's delicious. It's but I love mustard thing. anyway. So I don't funny. think mine is super weird, but I do like, um, I'll get like a shake. And it's only if I ever go to McDonald's. I'll get a McDonald's vanilla shake or a McDonald's Sunday, And Which I will just because my ice cream machine is always broke. No, that's right? like a kid so thing. It's hard to do. Like, I do that at Wendy's. Right. I was going to say. Yeah. Oh yeah, like Wendy's, think, the Frosty with the yes, fries. Yes, that's the only I do that at Wendy's. Frosty. I think Frosties are gross, but <gasps> I only like them if there's fries dipped <gasps> in. Oh, oh my what? Is open. <laughs> it tastes grainy and weird, and I don't know. I think it's grainy and weird. <laughs> grainy and weird. Frosties are not my friend, except if they are dipped in fries. fries. <laughs> yeah, where are you getting your Frosties from? Oh the God. same place you get them. But you. They're no. grainy and weird. Time Frosties. out. Time Girl, out. Yeah, negative. The no. weirdest snack I've negative. ever seen somebody eat was like my mom's coworker. He used to like take raw onion, so he would cut it up thin and he would put it on Ritz crackers oh, and God. just eat it. And I thought that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Okay, uh, when, we, when we were kids, we used to eat. We used to eat like our hot pickle with our ice tickle. Mm. Oh, that's. But that was just to cool our mouth down. You ate it at the same time. Or it was pretty delicious though. And then Right. Not at the same time. Like you take a bite, you take a bite. Mm. Okay. After you finish. Mm. Yeah, I guess I, I, I grew a up particularly weird, weird one. My, other than the fries and the shake. Also, right? I was the kid who definitely took their um their fruit roll up and rolled it on their finger and ate it. Did y'all do that? <laughs> uh, no. I used to. Eat I did. Like you take it and sticks. you roll it up, That's or you put it on your pinky, or you be talking to people, you move it around. You oh. <laughs> you were those. You roll it up on your <laughs> finger, and it's just on your finger. Before. Okay. It's just convenient. <laughs> Does anybody else bite into the string cheese or do you all pull it apart? I have to pull it apart. It depends on my mood. Pull it apart. 
Okay. If it's in that shape. Okay. It depends okay. on my mood. Sometimes I just want to go for it. <laughs> right. It's right. I, I, it. I, 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 I want to pull it apart, but if I buy like, or I'll buy the baby bells. The baby bells. Oh, the baby bells. Just, oh, I just want to Oh, yeah. baby bells. I tried though. Yeah. I tried That's to like string cheese and I'm just like, Ugh, it's too overwhelming. But it's yeah. it's never it's never a good string, you know? I always end up pulling a fatty, fat one or it's too thin. Oh, yeah. Little stragglers. Yeah, little stragglers. So. Gotta work for it. I stay away from it. Um, a snack that I eat that I've been eating since I was a kid, it's just, and I saw my cousins and my sister do this, so now I still do it. It's just like a little tortilla chip, some salsa, mm. some cut up cheddar cheese, and green grapes. And so sometimes what? I will dip the cheese into the salsa, but sometimes I'll put the grapes into the salsa too. And it's, it's pretty, it's all right. Green. <laughs> the grapes, wow. The grapes threw me for a loop. That is different. I don't know oh. what it is though. It's like something about the I have one. Of, Ooh, it's the balance. What you got? I have one. I think Crystal. Crystal, I feel like we've had this conversation before because we have, in fact, been at a Red Lobster several times. When I was little, and probably I still probably do it to this day, I would order applesauce. And I would take pieces of my Cheddar Bay biscuit and put it in my applesauce and yes. stir it and eat it. And it was the best tasting thing Actually, ever. No, I do that with like sourdough bread. Though. Sourdough bread and butter, I dip it in mm-hmm. applesauce. That, that's actually delicious. Yeah. I learned that from working at the spaghetti factory. Okay. So that is different. I like sourdough that's bread. Good. I love it. Because butter, sourdough. just mm. cold with butter. Hot. Oh. Mm-hmm. Melty. Mm. I like well. that Cheesecake Factory bread. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, Cheesecake yeah. Factory's been letting me down lately. That's the bad happy hour right there. <laughs> really? Damn. You know, what's the last time I went, they let me down too. Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm rarely I'm actually Girl. at Cheesecake Factory. I Even though they have the most epically crazy menu in the world, it's like a novel. Yes. I only go to Cheesecake Factory for cheesecake. Mm. I will go to dinner somewhere oh, no. and then go there for cheesecake. And I don't know why. I've never been that into their food. Everything what? I've ever had. So what's your cheesecake? Food is okay. Huh? It depends what you get. Yeah, yeah it's okay. It does. Which cheesecake do you get? Oh, well, I'm slowly wake, mer- ma- wait. Ugh. I'm slowly making my way through the entire menu. I know where I'm at right now. But oh. um, so far, my okay. a- my absolute diehard favorite is pineapple upside down. That's the one. And I put it in the freezer as soon as I That's get it. The I still one. haven't had that one. Oh, I throw it in the freezer. I leave it in there for a minute because then, like, all of the, like, yummy cheesecake and whippy part becomes more like ice cream. Because it gets like kind of frozen, and then you get that, and then the spongy cake, and it's oh, so good. Mm. Well, on that note, there's some, there were some people that were kind of standing around out here. But don't you have to block this out? Don't you? Block yeah, I have it till three thirty. So, oh, I, don't I guess I'll end it. But what time are we at? Um. Oh yeah, we've got four minutes. I love you all. Um. Wait. Well, hold up. We've got four minutes. Everyone, go around and say what your wish is for. Christmas they're not. For the next they're not year. there. Oh. They're not there. Never Sorry, mind. guys. Just the two of us. Okay. Go ahead. So my wish for Crystal for her next journey around the sun mm. um, is to find all the happiness, whether that be actually I want I want her to find the happiness in all aspects: school, work, love, life, family, the balance. Mm. That's what I want for you. That's a good one. Thank you. I want that for me. <laughs> And oh, is, that's really weird. Okay. I want you to manifest everything that you want for your life in like just in your long-term journey. And I want you to get to the point where you can so clearly see everything that's coming to you and everything that you're worth and everything that you didn't even know you could ask for. Oh wow. That's what I want. Thank you. The meadows. Yeah. The meadows. The meadows. Victoria, you go ahead. Thank you. I want that for me too. Uh, what I want for you is I want success for you, and I want happiness and peace for you. That's what and I want peace, for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I want that for me. And a home, bitch, and a home. Yes, a home. <laughs> yes. A home. I want all of us to be Hopefully that happens next year. Next year. Yeah. For your I'm going to manifest that. That's what I yes. want. But thank you all so much. What do you want for yourself? Yes. Um, I would like, yes, peace, success. Um, I would like the meadows to become a reality and, um, I would like it, I would like everything to just calm down and, um, just more time, more time with my friends and my family. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. 
more time with friends abroad, um, more time with friends and family in more, you know, in situations that aren't about death or aren't about, yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. just, just more, like, together. fun. Just yeah. being together, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Outside of major events, you want to see. Exa- there you go. More outside of major events. Yeah. So, um, I don't know what happened to Ebony. It's a sad thing. I, I keep Ebony. dropping, but I wanted to say what I wish. Okay. I wanted to say what I wish for you. My wish for you. No. Um, <laughs> I wish for you positivity. Um, and that goes with saying positive energy surround, being surrounded by people who are going to ground you and also for you to be able to find the positive light in situations that may seem dark. Mm. Um, I feel like as we're getting older and as you are getting older, you're getting, you've always been wise, but you're getting wiser. And I just pray for you that this is a year of positivity and growth and that you constantly remind yourself and put yourself around people who will continue to pour that positivity into you and that encouragement into you that nothing negative will come your way and that you'll be able to block it in a healthy way. Except, so. yeah, I wish that for That's me just too. What I feel. Po- overall positivity. Overall positivity. Thank you guys all yeah. so much. I love you all. Thank you all. Like really, you just are my best hits. Like greatest hits in life <laughs> are these people on this screen. Here. <laughs> and these are my people. No one hit life. wonders. No one hit wonders. Greatest hits for life. Number ones. Okay. Mm. So I thank you all, and thanks for joining us on my birthday show. Whoever's listening, thank you. And uh, we'll see you next time. And listen to our theme music. Here goes. Happy birthday.